And we're back in another supposedly soundproof room at the place that I work at. Uh, it doesn't really, I mean, I guess it is soundproof in terms of other people can't hear me, but it is very echoey, much more echoey than the other soundproof room I tried. But you know what? I'm already set up here, so lesson learned. Today we're watching Hell's Kitchen Season 1, Episode 2. I'm pretty excited about it, although I might have another cooking reality show up my sleeve for uh, episode 7 of this podcast, and then we'll just see how that goes. So it's time for season 1, episode 2 of Hell's Kitchen. I found it on YouTube, and you should be able to find it there too. Press play in 3, 2, 1. A little bit of a delay on the YouTube video I'm watching, but it should be fine. Who's Mary Ellen? Wow, those were some crazy lights. Dog shit. Dun, 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 dun. I love this music. Then a Titanic. Elsie's the best, is why. Dewberry. That's so weird because you would have expected Dewberry to get kicked off. Do they just kick off one person per episode? Because I would have thought that they kick off multiple people per episode. I bet they're showing us the 12 a.m. thing because they're going to have to wake up at like 5 in the morning. This is actually so invasive. 
Why do they have a camera in the bathroom? Oh, Dewberry. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna hold a grudge, but the second I get the upper hand, I will fucking end you. <laughs> Something ferocious. Why was that one guy laughing so much? Like, it was not that funny. It was kind of humorous, but it wasn't, like, laugh out loud funny. Was he just shit-faced? Like... I knew it. I ain't got no sleep because of y'all. Sorry, I'm... You just never know these days. Oh, Dewberry, you're winning my heart with your adorable nature. I knew they'd have to wake up at five or six in the morning. Oh no. Gross. <laughs> I love that dramatic, like, no, he hates seafood. Uh 
disgusting oh I was vegetarian for like a couple years because I watched one video about like it was a documentary about uh, the meat industry and then I realized I didn't give a shit about animals <laughs> but it just grossed me out so I still I eat meat now because it's better for me like because I can't eat healthy to save my life so but the point is that even now that I eat meat, if something's too rare, ooh, or if I see it being prepared, I get so grossed out and I, like, lose my appetite. Like, the only time I eat raw fish is in sushi because it doesn't look anything like fish. It just looks like a little ball of fun. <laughs> you don't have to think about it. But, like, when someone has, like, a full turkey or, like, you know, like a fish or a lobster, I'm just like, no, thank you. I can tell that was an animal, so I'm not interested. Elsie, you're still my favorite. Get down on the floor. <laughs> this is a robbery. Dubry. Oh no. Andrew the shithead. He's such a, like, whiny baby. Like, I get that he's probably one of the youngest people here, but also I'm younger than him, and I wouldn't be such a sore sport. Like, you know what you're on here for. You're on here to get yelled at and become a better chef. So even if you get kicked off, like, 
Just be grateful you got the training from Gordon Ramsay. That was cute, little bonding sesh. See, that's how you respond, even though you got yelled at by him this morning. Like, you should just be thankful that you get to freaking spend time with this famous guy. Elsie is definitely going to win, like... Yeah, I could never be a doctor or a chef because I'm too squeamish and I can't deal with things that used to be or are still alive and cutting them open. That's not that's not allowed in my book. What? 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 He's gonna vom. I just pu I just uh, muted it because I'm so scared he's gonna vom. Okay. He didn't vom. Thank God. Now what was that? <laughs>
I just hope nobody vomits. Dubry. Yeah, Dewberry's making a comeback. Adorable little little Dewberry. Oh, I didn't realize there were glass doors separating it. Oh my god, camp counselor. Mm. What? That's crazy. They've got to make sure that, like, the room temperature isn't deadly because, like, if it gets to 100-plus degrees, they can get sued. Like, I did a research paper about how Amazon warehouses fucked over their employees because they didn't have air conditioning. Oh, my God. Um, and 100 degrees can make a person pass out, like, very quickly. Oh, Okay, I have to pause it. Ready? Three, two, one, pause at 1837. Hello? Yes, this is she. All right, thank you. All right, you're welcome. Sorry about that, y'all. I was expecting a phone call, but I didn't think it would come so quick. All right. Back to the show. Uh, I was at 18 minutes and 37 seconds in, so I'm going to hit play again in 3, 2, 1.
Is that common for fancy places to have like a really limited uh, menu? Because I don't go to fancy places <laughs> a lot. Um, I'm used to very long menus, pages and pages. By that I mean like four pages max front and back. Or well, two pages front and back, four pages total if that makes sense. Point is, just having five main courses to choose from is like way crazy to me. Like, what if I don't like any of them? Am I just screwed? Do I have to go somewhere else? Come on! Wow, that's suable. You literally can't have your workers in 100 plus degree working conditions without allowing them like a 15 minute break every 30 minutes. I did so much research on this. This is not allowed. Oh, I bet they signed a, like, th a form at the beginning of the show that was like, I'm allowed, I waive my rights as a worker. I wonder how honest people are when they have these cameras on them and I don't know if people would lie in a good way or in a bad way because part of me feels like if I was on one of these I might just be like this is shitty just just because I know that it would give the producer something to work with. Oh my god. Yeesh. Oh my god, I swear to god if he vomits, I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. 
I'm going to freak out. Every time he leans over like that, I mute it. Oh, gosh. Yeah, Andrew is a piece of shit. Like, I get why you would be pissed about this and why there's tensions that are high, but, like, don't let it get in the way. Like, what's some face? Jeff has frickin' kidney stones right now, and you hear him yelling at people or complaining? Not, no. He complains in the interview later because that's the time to complain about it. I really can't tell like who's doing better they all just they both just seem to be doing shitty
I like it though. I'm glad he doesn't like I'm just glad he doesn't like always side with the customer and be like, well these pieces of shit. Like he, he yells at everyone. Uh. Oh. Dewberry. Oh, I hate, I didn't like him at first, but now I'm like, come on, Dewberry, you can do it. Elsie's my favorite. She's the most competent, and Dewberry is the underdog that I want to win. Yeah, because she's a professional and Andrew's not. Sorry. Ugh. What is he doing? This is not the time. I hope Andrew gets kicked off. Jesus.
But Maitre D was like asking for it though. Like he should have been the the voice of reason to say, "Sir, you can't bring outside food." And not resorted to being like, are you educated? Like, all right, now you're just trying. You got that from the producers. You're not, you wouldn't do that if you were just working at a restaurant. Hell yeah. They at it. Blue. <gasps> because of the pizza? But they made so many good ones. least bad of his team they're all pretty good I feel like Jeff and Dewberry are gonna get fucked oh it's definitely gonna be Dewberry I don't know it might be Jeff but yeah I don't know because on one hand I could see him being like I gallstone gallstones or was it something else kidney stones yeah, I don't know, because on one hand, he could be like, I have kidney stones, and then the chef would be like, well, you still gave it your all, or the chef could just be like, well, fuck your kidney stones, life happens, get out of here. Whereas Dewberry nearly ditched his team. I don't know. Yeah, I think Jeff's gonna get funked. Something about, I guess it's because I, I'm my family is Southern, but like every time Dewberry talks, I'm just on his side because of his accent. I just don't know that that's possible. Me neither, Dewberry. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be Jeff. Yeah.
I would argue it was actually his kidney <laughs> that got in the way. But, you know, if you have kidney stones that bad, you can't exactly be working. I'm not sure he can make that promise. He can promise to try, but like... Mmm, and he didn't even mention his kidney stones. Well... Yep. I hate Andrew, stop smiling at that. Jeff, <laughs> he said that's so elongated. Wow. Damn. Oh, Dewberry. So are they going to stay in red team and blue team even though red team is like losing members? Or like is he going to move some people around so they have an even number? Of course you think that, Andrew, because you're a piece of shit. Never get over this fucking rock and roll ending. Oh my god. Alright, well that was another great episode. Uh, stay tuned because next week I'm going to do the pilot of uh, another cooking show you might have heard of. I won't spoil it this time, but you'll see. It was suggested by one of my friends and I thought, what a great idea. So I might just do that cooking show for the rest or I might watch the pilot and decide that was enough for me and come back to Hell's Kitchen. Honestly, now that Dewberry's gone, I kind of have no one to uh, connect with. <laughs> I like Elsie a lot. But Dewberry was my one, like, oh, poor little boy. I might watch Hell's Kitchen just to see if Andrew ever gets...
cussed out because he needs to be. Sorry about that phone call that happened in the middle. Like I said, I wasn't expecting it to uh, happen so soon. But, you know, hopefully I cut it out really skillfully and it worked. Well, I'm going to get out of here because it's definitely been over the 30 minute time limit that you're supposed to be in this little box. Uh, the music that I use to open and close the show is by a French DJ called Proletaire. Uh, spelled like the beginning of Proletariat, and you can find his stuff on SoundCloud and Bandcamp where you can buy all his albums for free or for whatever you like to pay. I really like his style of, you know, hip-hop swing. It's really nice. Uh, it's kind of got that nostalgic feel of jazz and swing and classic music like that, but it's got this like incredible beat. My favorite thing is, I've said this before, but my favorite thing is to be in the car with somebody and start playing it because the intro is always extreme, it, not always, but it's a lot of times it's just jazz or just swing and people are like, why are we listening to these old ass tunes? And then all of a sudden the beat kicks in and they're like, oh shit, this is a really good jam. And I just love surprising people like that. So, see you next Monday. Uh... Have a, have a good week. I hope your Monday isn't too shitty. Monday's right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye for real.